Hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. Let's do some pod crashing. Episode number 248 is with Amy Mangeda from Breaking Free from Burnout. I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. Is this Amy? Yes. Gosh, I love your energy. Thank you so much for this. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I feel spoiled. Usually I get these producers that get on there and go, okay, you've only got 10 minutes. So to hear you right in the very beginning is a true blessing. Well, hi. <laughs> you are dealing with a subject here that a lot of people, they think they know the definition, but you break it down because we need to figure out what burnout is and it can't be that crutch that we lean on. Yes. Yes. To go into this area, what kind of study did you have to do? Um, so, you know, I believe this study, this came from experience mostly, but I actually have been an educator and, uh, you know, a coach. I've done training for that as well. So I feel like it blended well. There are five stages to burnout, which I found very fascinating because I've always thought it's either mental or it's physical, but I think it goes even deeper than that, doesn't it? It does go deeper than that for sure. Yes. Um, so burnout, we, we, we say burnout all the time. Yep. It is like the crutch, yep. the buzzword, but, um, really that's just a phase we're going to go through multiple times in our lives. It just means that we have some stress. It might be that we overcommitted to the kids. The season for the kids is over, over more than it usually is. We're busy at work. So we're going to go through that feeling of exhaustion and that feeling of I'm burned out. When you say that, though, you need to kind of ask yourself, is this a change that needs to be made, like a permanent change? Is it bigger or is it just a vacation? And so I think folks need to recognize when they're saying they're burned out and really do a self-assessment. Because when we talk about burnout syndrome, we're actually talking about when chronic stress is present. So the chronic stress is mounting year over year. This is not something that happens out of nowhere or in a couple of months. When we get there, that's when we start to see the mental, physical, and emotional deterioration where we can see some very serious health issues. I was going to bring that up, the health issues. You're in my heart right now when, when you say that because when, when you've got that negative energy going through you, it's got to be beating up on the inside of your soul. It is. I always say that burnout is an equal opportunity sucker of the soul. Mm. It does take your soul, yes. And for me in particular, when I was going through burnout, I, I think folks really do know that they're in the depths of burnout. They know, but it's like they think if they move, if they get to the next milestone, then everything that they have present, the stress, the health issues, that's all going to go away once they reach the goal. Yeah. But we realize that isn't true. We have to remove the stress. And so for me... I actually lost hearing in my left ear mm. um, permanently due to the inflammation in my body at the time, not to mention I was completely isolated and withdrawn. So yes, there are the negative energy really does suck your soul right out of your body. It strips your identity too. I mean, we have my, a lot of my coaching clients have no idea who they even are or who they want to yep. be. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that we don't study our transitions. We just kind of set it aside or we say, oh, I'm just in a mood when in fact we need to figure out what those triggers are. 
Yes, yes. I mean, that is any, anybody wanting to know that quick tip of like, how do I break free from burnout? Well, first of all, it's paying attention to the stress. Like, what are you coming home every night and complaining to your partner about? What causes the fight or flight response? If you start to write those down, even for a week, you're going to see trends. And these are choices that we're actually making. The funny part is, is a lot of times when we're in like the depths of burnout, we start to take the victim road and we want to blame everybody else. But a lot of the time it's the choices we're making. And so, yeah, it can be wild when you sit down and you go, wow, I just need to protect my time or my energy a little bit more. Here's how I'm going to do that. If we were sitting in a focus group right now and, and somebody brought up the question, am I depressed? Am, 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 I, am I burned out? Or is it I just need another Red Bull? It seems like we are redesigning any, any type of emotion with those power drinks. Oh, gosh. And you know what I would tell that person? To ditch the drink yep. actually first, right? I mean, um, it's funny when I started burnout coaching, you know, I've been an educator and I did a, I did a coaching um, workshop, you know, I did a coaching certification, but when I started focusing on burnout, I can't tell you how many unhealthy coping mechanisms are in the mix. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you are truly in burnout, like burnout syndrome, you have likely forgotten about the self-care pillars that are needed to have a health, happy, healthy life. And when we forget about sleep, when we're not eating properly, when we're leaning on things like energy drinks for the quick fix of sugar and and rush of energy, right? We're actually making the stress worse because we have no control over the emotions. There's gaps in our blood sugar. I mean, so yeah, I would be like, put the energy drink down. Let's start there. (laughs) Let's start there. People don't realize that, that, you know, convincing themselves that they're burned out also affects their finances. And the reason why I bring that up is because I think people, because I had a tough day today, I'm going to go find a new job. Then I'm going to find a new job. And they get into a bad habit of locating new jobs. Yeah. Yep. I love it said this way. I think the barrage of these like burning items in our mind or either we're like chasing what we think's happening on our social media channels. We don't feel like we've made the same move, you know, the right movement in our career. We are starting to live scattered, frantic lives where we're winging it kind of, you know, and we end up unfulfilled and totally burnt out. We're like chasing these milestones that actually have no meaning. And so you're right. Folks need to sit down. They need to ask themselves, like, who are they? Where are they headed? What's the goal? And then when we set the goal, we need to remember there are milestones to get to the goal. So you might be jumping jobs simply for some monetary figure that if you sat down, you would understand that that's probably not the path you want to take anyway. And we need to give ourselves grace that change is okay. And we don't have to either follow societal norms or maybe you went to school for a career that just isn't suiting you. You can jump somewhere else. Yeah, I call that defragging. Ask the questions, question the answers. And and it's very, I, I love the, the inner core of the soul when it starts answering and then it turns around and asks you a question on the outside. Show. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's my, yes. It's amazing. You know, and I, I believe that we're moving at such a pace nowadays that we actually do not sit down and we don't reflect enough and we don't have self-awareness. Like we actually have the answers. 
every single day. We're just not stopping to pay attention. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that really caught my attention inside your book and I was I was like going, "Yes, yes, yes." Is that, you know, play like kids, create movement. Yeah. And and because I I'm, I'm just a firm believer that winning is a choice. Yes, it is a choice. Oh my gosh. Movement is, you know, it's so funny. I feel like when you say the term exercise, it causes some stress for people. But when you just say movement, like go walk, go play, have fun with your kids outside, like get away from the devices, get away from the computer. Um, It is life changing. And actually that can be the first step in like becoming unstuck. If you're miserable, you're working 14 hour days and you're just feel like you're in the grind get out and move and if you have kids use it as an excuse to be a little bit more like a kid do a puzzle do something fun with them oh my gosh they're i wish i i wish people could just like immediately feel the results of this i just need you all to trust me yeah i'm glad you said that because people do want to be immediately fixed and you you go into the recovery period people need to understand that it's not going to happen overnight but you will gradually see the changes as you grow and you talk about that inside the book. I do, yeah. I, I'm a firm believer of 1% improvements. If we even think of something more common like weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it took you so long to get where you are, where now weight loss is a goal. And so you have to appreciate the fact it's going to take time to change. You've got to change your We've got behaviors we have to change. We have to develop new routines and habits. It's no different with somebody who is a chronic overworker or they're overwhelmed to the point that they've been sitting in burnout. You likely have health changes you need to make. For me, I hit rock bottom burnout last July, 2022. Mm -hmm. I am just now starting to feel like myself. And we're June of 2023. So it takes time and you've got to do the work. You know what's great about you is that you are utilizing the platforms. And and a lot of people don't realize that podcasting was actually created by writers. And those writers just wanted to have their voice out there. And you've turned this into a podcast where they can take your journey, your, your healing methods, right to their car or their office. Yeah, you know, um, to me, it was like a a glaring purpose-driven motion that, Amy, you have to use this to help other people. All of these silver linings, right, of me hitting rock bottom. And I think it's already hard enough for people to access healthcare, but some, some folks out there can't afford a coach. They don't have an accountability buddy. They're sitting there struggling in burnout and they don't know what to do. And so I invite you to join my podcast episodes where I can help you make those 1% improvements. And the book is another path where you can sit down and do the work. It's actionable. And I think that's the key is there's so much content out there. It's like, what do you take and how do you implement it in your life? And I've tried to make that the staple of my podcast and my book is like, here is how it's done. To gain that confidence, to be able to say, okay, I realize that most people have these lines around us, these borders and moats, but I ha- that, that you had to have heard something inside your heart that said, I've got to have an outreach here because there are other people that are just like me. Yeah, for me, it was sort of a spiritual awakening. It was like that waking up and realizing that no matter what it takes, you have to help people and you have to do whatever it takes to change the norm that society's got us 
breeding in a hustle culture. And there's so many lives that are being wasted out there because they are stuck and they're doing everything they can, but no matter what they do, there's no fulfillment and there is really no gain because they're burned out and they're sick all the time. And so I think that it it truly is something that I'm gonna keep my foot on the gas um, and continue to get out there as much as I can. If I even help that one person, it's a mission accomplished. Well, even even with the book and the podcast, the one thing that, you know, you know, being the host as well as the author, you yourself are still the forever student. What are you learning from this journey? I not only learn a lot that we step back into our old habits a lot and we have to recognize those quickly. When I find myself stepping into a habit that I used to have that caused me to hit rock bottom and burnout, I oftentimes will do an episode about it. <laughs> so I can coach myself through it while I'm bringing the yeah. awareness to other people. I think that is key for me. Um, the other thing is, is I learn a lot from my coaching clients and doing workshops with corporations. I see the, the ways that burnout can be different depending on the industry or the moms versus the, the executive that's not a mom. I learn all the time and I just try to look for the trends and I read my own data and I try to put that into practice so I can always be up with the latest and the greatest for everybody. Do you, do you believe in the in the practice of, of uh, what I call stream thinking? In other words, it's like, don't don't question it, don't, don't edit it, just get it out and you're going to learn from what was put on paper. Oh my gosh, yes. I believe that we do need to just get it out. Yes, that's why when I have a... When I have a moment in my life, I'm like, okay, next podcast episode, we're going to talk yep. about this. Oh, I love that part. Because, I mean, it, it's that moment where you go, man, I can't make it about me. I've got to figure out how to make it about the listener. But I'm going to use that personal experience. And it's like, okay, I moved through the mountain on this and I did this over here. Okay, now how can I turn that into a lesson? You know what? And you said something that I've realized over the last few months. It isn't about me and it's not about you. It is about other people, right? Like I feel like true fulfillment comes from service. Mm -hmm. And when we are chasing the next job title, it is very self-serving. And we're oftentimes isolating our family. We're causing stress to ourselves and to our families. Um, this is all about, this isn't about you. And if you can start to adapt that mindset of like, this is about service, this is about me, what is my legacy on this earth? I think you just have a very different mindset of like what those goals are in your life in period. Do you think that's because people don't realize who is receiving their energy? I mean, it's like one of my essential jobs is that I work at a grocery store because I don't, I don't know real people. So I went to a grocery store to be with real people. My God, real people are funny. It's not like radio (laughs) where we create the joke. Real people are funny. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that there is beauty in connecting with other people. And like, I think it's amazing that, that, that you have gone to a grocery store to connect. I mean, um, one of the things that I realized in burnout for myself and as well with all every single one of my coaching clients is that they're isolated and they've lost connection. And just getting to sit down, I have people take their phone out, 
go through all their contacts in their phone and they write the list of all the contacts that they either have lost contact with yep. or they put in their phone because this person had the best energy ever and they wanted to connect with them. I have them figure out how to get reconnected with these people. That alone is like a spiritual awakening for people because they start to realize that they have not people only that will be able to lean on, but the energy they're getting from these people is so powerful. It's life changing. Wow. Where can people go to find out more about you, everything that you do, especially that podcast? Yes, they can find out book, podcast, all the information on my website at amymongueira.com. That's M-A-N-G-U-E-I-R-A.com. And then on Instagram, I am very active with tips and tricks and just real life, uh, real life lessons learned at Project Amy. I love it. Please come back to the show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Ah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. You're brilliant. You really are brilliant. Thanks.